What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Um, thank you for tuning in to the It Is What It Is podcast. Uh, I'm Angel. Brian is running a little bit late. Um, he's going to join us later on the podcast. But today, today we got uh, an interview with an entrepreneur from the city of Lawrence. Um, we're going to start the interview. She's going to introduce herself, uh, what she does, why she does it, when she started doing it. And then from there on, we'll ask her some questions. If she has time at the end, um, we will ask her a few questions. And then me and Brian will probably talk, talk about politics, sports, and what's going on in the world. So without further ado, our second interview, that it is what it is podcast, um, we have Leah. Hi, everybody. Um, It's Leah here, the owner and creator of Lujo Skin, L-U-J-O. So just a little bit about me. First of all, thank you, Angel, for having me here. I'm very excited to do this podcast and um, just to be able to kind of have some outreach to, you know, our community and whatnot. Um, And I appreciate you for what you do. Um, So about myself. Um, I'm originally from Lawrence, born and raised. Um, I recently moved to Haverhill, um, but for high school, I went to boarding school in New Hampshire and then college in Maryland. So I've kind of been all over the place, but um, I ended up right back at home where my heart is. Um, So my business started last year in 2019, um, and it was kind of kind of a on the whim type thing where um, I started it for my own personal benefit. So essentially, I was kind of tired of, you know, going as a girl going into Sephora or Ulta or or one of those higher end retail stores and looking for products. um, And ultimately, you know, organic products that are actually good for your skin. um, And having to spend like, $80 on a small, you know, like two, two ounce bottle of serum, I think it's ridiculous. Um, And then also like after doing more extensive research, and just by trial and error and seeing like how these products affected my skin, like, I just realized that there's, you know, these companies, they put stuff, they hide stuff in their products, and they put stuff into their products that a lot of us are not aware of, um, under very general ingredient terms or it'll be some long like chemical name that you don't know what it is and in reality it could be something like a carcinogen that's that's very harmful to your your microbiome um sorry to interrupt do you think they do that on purpose to like keep people coming back or um i think honestly a lot of it is cost because um to mass produce bigger batches of things that are able to reach more uh, a bigger population sometimes um the you know there's certain chemicals and things that are way more cost effective and ultimately you know companies are going to go for they're going to go for their profits rather than the health of their customers um and we see that all across the board when it comes to anything whether it's food you know skin products um so i you know i kind of took it upon myself to do my own research to figure out things that I can make and, and organic, you know, um, organic occurring ingredient ingredients that I could use in my products for myself. Um, and I didn't really suffer with any like significant skin problems, but I just wanted to kind of learn how to take care of my skin in a more natural, healthy way. Um, and so that's when I kind of just started experimenting and researching and after, you know, giving some samples to a few people and just them complimenting me, I kind of started like, you know, ordering some labels and bottles and experimenting with it. And then 
I had the opportunity to be a part of um, an art show in October of last year in Malden, Massachusetts. Um, and it was with a, a big company called Raw Artists and they're like international. So they go around the world basically and they have different vendors and artists and curators to show their stuff. Um, and I was fortunate to be able to launch it at that event and have my own kind of setup. And um, from there, it just kind of took off. Um, I started my like Instagram page because social media has been so helpful um, and beneficial to my business. And then my website grew from that. And I've just been kind of on the on the upcoming, um, you know, with everything. So um, before you continue, um, I want to introduce Brian. He's joined us. So, me. Hi, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Yep, no problem. So, um, Brian, she's just giving us a little rundown of what she does, where she's from. She's from Lawrence, like your boy sitting of talent that's what we got up there mm -hmm. um, so my question is what has the feedback been from um, your product pre products um mm -hmm. have heard and what like what keeps you going because honestly um i'll, I'll, I'll get into it later after you answer that question I don't okay money um yeah so um I've gotten a lot of feedback, positive feedback, especially about my, um, one of my original products, which was the spark serum. Um, that's the one that you tried and people have said that it's helped them a lot. Um, and a lot of reviews that have helped to kind of advance my business and the product itself has been people sending in their before and after pictures, um, and actually showing, you know, people love to see real results. Like you can hear word of mouth. You can, I can, try to advertise it to you as much as possible possible but until people actually see the results that's what's gonna you know win them over um and so i've gotten i've gotten significantly overall very good feedback and in the cases where um there hasn't been like necessarily positive feedback it's been more so constructive criticism for certain maybe certain products or certain areas um that might need a little bit of help because I, I do the, this all by myself, so, and I'm still new to everything and learning as I go. Um, and then your second question was, um, what keeps me going? And um, I would have to say there's a few things. Um, one is, like, my family and just how, how much they've motivated me in everything I do um, to keep powering through and really to just kind of go, go for what I want. Um, and And then with that also, just not wanting to kind of fall into the the lull of the nine to five and, you know, the same kind of routine. I feel like having my own little side business has really helped to kind of mix things up a bit. And I also, it's kind of something I look forward to, you know, like I can kind of come home at the end of the day um, and put my work aside and then kind of get to that that different aspect of work where I'm in control and I'm my own boss. Um, and then third, I guess it would be just, like I said, the positive feedback um, and hearing that it's actually working and helping people and people telling me their stories about, you know, like their experiences with their skincare issues and in the past how they haven't been able to find good products. And now that like they, they've used my stuff and it's helped them a lot. And like to know that I, my hands did that is like, it makes me want to just keep going. That's that's great to hear about the, um that's something to look forward to because like we all have me and Brian both have nine to fives. Um mm -hmm. I was telling you off air. And um 
it's yeah, like the podcast is something we look forward to. Like we like geek out if we know we're gonna record one night. Like I was excited all day today. Like mm-hmm. it's something we just look forward to. Like just put even if it's just th- two people listen, like even if it's just my mom and my sister that listen, right? Don't care <laughs> to the point where it's just like something to do. Mm-hmm. And if if it, like if people like it, I've, we've heard like good feedback so far. Same as you, people who don't think we're doing a great job, they let us know in a polite way. At least me. Right. Mm-hmm. So like even that, you just get better because right now we're just doing it from home due to the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Brian, um, I wanted you to jump in real quick if you have any questions. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a quick question from my end. So uh, I'm in marketing. My background's in marketing. That's my job. Um, so out of curiosity, what uh, you might have touched on this in the beginning. I jumped in a little late, but what are some of the different platforms you have a lot of success on? I know you were saying the before and after pictures. So I imagine like Instagram's probably been a huge help, but mm-hmm. in terms of like Facebook groups or like advertising, or I know you said you have a website as well. So like, what have you seen from more of like a visual based before and after as like successful platforms for you or like what's worked from a marketing perspective? I might be biased, but I'm always interested to hear that side of the product and brand. No, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Instagram, I think in our, in this day and age, and especially within like the demographic that I cater to, um, Instagram has definitely been the most beneficial, um, just because there's so many different like outlets you can kind of take with it where, where, you know, if it's hashtags or if it's me using my own personal page to kind of filter traffic to my business page and having other customers tag me, you know, and it's easy for for their followers to kind of just hit the hit the tag and say, oh, who's this? What is this? And to be able to kind of reach people that way. Yeah, Instagram has definitely been um, the most beneficial to my business. And I've also grown a lot on that as a platform because when I first started, like my pictures were horrible. My lighting was horrible. Um, like all my labels were uniform. They were all the same. And the backgrounds were all, you know, different every time. So um and like just kind of learning about the aesthetics of how I present my brand on social media and how people see it. And now I feel like I, you know, I've invested in a, one of those like product boxes and lights and stuff to be able to actually take quality pictures of my work so that when people go see my page, you know, and they click and scroll through, they can see, okay, this looks legit, you know, it looks reliable. Um, and it just looks overall more uniform, more cohesive and more appealing to the eye, I think. Um, and then, I've also like on Instagram, I've tried, um, they have it through Facebook as well. I think they're connected like the promotions where you kind of like pay for a promotion and you do it over, you can choose how many days in your budget and whatnot. Um, and for me personally, for my brand, it hasn't been, it's been good in drawing like traffic and like likes and stuff to my page. But as far as like actual sales, um, or followers, it hasn't really benefited benefited me that much but um that's not to say that it wouldn't work for somebody else or you know maybe I'm not doing it right but I definitely in the future kind of want to delve into that maybe a little deeper and see what it is like I can do to tweak it or maybe just kind of you know scrap the deer the idea overall um but and then Facebook also I feel like Facebook I have my Facebook page for my brand and that's catered more to like um, I would say like the older, so like 30, 30 plus demographic, Aunts you know, <laughs> yeah, our tias, they love being oh. on Facebook and catching up. So 
that's been very like beneficial for me and as far as getting across to that crowd and you know they share and they send it to their friends um they're able to follow my updates that way as well um and then my uh my website i just recently actually i'm relaunching my my website because i kind of did a rebranding and um a whole new bunch of new products so i went from using the platform of big cartel um to now using shopify just because i think it's I think it's a lot more user friendly. Um, and I also have the option to include like a newsletter thing so I can actually reach out and send mass emails to um, customers to be able to like, you know, send updates or um, discount codes or whatever it may be. And I wasn't able with the, the membership I had, wasn't able to do that with my previous platform. So those are some of like the different um, avenues of marketing that I've kind of taken. Perfect. Yeah, that was you beat me to it. That was literally going to be my first suggestion slash question was if you were doing like emails to your customers, and if not, mm -hmm. that's like super key. So that that's great to hear. Um, especially with like repeat customers, or or even if you have customers that have only purchased from you one time, every time you can kind of like poke them, be like, hey, here's what's new, here's what's coming out, share the word, spread the word. That goes a long way, and. I mean, um, especially what you're saying with Instagram too, I think that's huge and that's a great move on your part to invest a little bit in the lighting, invest a little bit more in your pictures because, mm -hmm. you know, on Instagram, we all have an Instagram. Anyone can go up there and throw, throw a selfie up there and, and <laughs> that's that. But if you put the lighting, if you're taking the time to take really high quality pictures and people can see that, because like you said, as soon as, I mean, me personally, if I look at somebody's Instagram, I can tell if it's just a selfie or if it's like, oh, wow, look at the lighting they use, look at the quality of the pictures. You can tell that personal yeah. from professional branding yeah. on Instagram. So, like, that's huge, and especially for you being more of, like, a visual, you know, before and after with the skin type, uh, skincare images and things like that. I think Instagram's huge, so, so that all sounds great. And um, if you ever need any help with your website, just <laughs> let me know. That's kind of what I do a lot anyways. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say um, – <laughs> If you need anything, um, Brian's the marketing guru. Like he's the Great. man behind the podcast, everything. Um, how I introduced you to him was like I, I said you're the what did I call her? I called her the skin guru. Skin guru. I'm like, what's a skin guru? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what is that? I'm like, bro, this woman said like I had a big I had a rash. I'm not gonna get into it too much. <laughs> and dude, I was trying everything for like a month. And then I was just like, and this whole one um we have to touch on a little bit. It's like, as a guy, like we mm -hmm. are not like in society. That's not something that like it looks good for guys to do. To have a skin a skincare routine. So just okay. like, I do the face mask, but like I'm like everything behind that is like too much. Like, but like that's just me getting out of my own comfort zone and being like, dude, I have a rash. Like, mm -hmm. f that. Like, I need something that helps. I'm not, Walgreens is not helping me. Like, all these BS are <laughs> helping me. I'm not going to man it out. Like, I'm going to go get help. And I did my mm -hmm. research before I got into all that stuff because you never know what your skin reacts to, especially us right. guys. Uh, we suck at that. Um, so, like, what she was saying to open up the podcast, like, I looked into some other product. It's the same thing that she sells, like, and both, like, $90. I was like, man, yeah. I ain't can pay like that. So I was like, let me let me look somewhere else. And then it's always good to help people, especially when they're from where you grew up, mm -hmm. similar backgrounds. But I also want you to touch on more. And it worked for guys. It worked. <laughs> and I, it's 100 times better. And also, like, the little box you sent, too, 
lets us know as customers that you really put in the effort and you really care because you said yeah. like you said you do this by yourself mm -hmm. um so the first thing is if you ever need help reach out to brian um second thing is what tips or message do you have for guys who are afraid to use like, any skincare stuff uh, in today today's society um well i would say i mean it's all, everything you know when you order and whatnot is anonymous and if you don't want to post that's completely fine you don't have to um i think you know it just helps to like spread the word and that's like a method of for my business at least to be just more widespread um but I think, I don't know, I think it's becoming a lot more commonplace for guys to, like, focus on their, like, self-care and, and, like, you know, just, like, hygiene and stuff like that. And, like, I see personally, like, a lot more guys putting effort into that. Um, and also, like, with my brand, I try to make the products as, like, simple and, and easy to follow as possible. That way it's not, like, you know, like, for, for us girls, sometimes we might have, like, a seven-step skincare routine versus, like, a guy is going to be like, no, like, F that. I just want something simple. Like, y'all be using the same, like, the face wash, three-in-one face wash, shampoo, conditioner. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I, um, just making it a lot more simple, I guess, like, the, the routine and, like, the products themselves. So it's not, there's no hidden, there's nothing that's hidden and you know what you kind of, you're getting yourself into. Um, I actually just had a friend from when I went to college, my freshman year um, from UMass Lowell, who, who reached out to me and he was asking me, you know, he's like, I'm looking for a simple, like two to three step skincare routine. My skin's been acting up from wearing this mask. Like, can you help me? And I was like, I got you. Here's the three products that you need in your life. And after that, you'll thank me <laughs> so um just like maintaining simplicity i think um and also not being afraid to like step out of your comfort zone because nobody's gonna judge you for taking care of yourself ultimately thanks and you'll thank mm -hmm. yourself way later like I, i'm doing right now so um do you have a face mask or are you something you're working on um, I do. I have a clay face mask. Um, I'm restocking it this weekend, actually. So I, um, I took kind of a little bit of a break from the business, like, as far as just like consistently posting and like producing products, because I do work my nine to five still, and it got really hectic. And um, just for my mental stability, I kind of had to take a little bit of a hiatus. But now that I'm back into it, I'm kind of doing my rebranding, my um, relaunch of my new website. And I'm releasing a bunch of like updates on products. Um, I've restocked a lot of products and I have a bunch of new products. So I have a clay mask made from um, Egyptian clay, um, aloe, lavender, and um, granulated pumice. So it's very, very basic, but pumice? it's yes pumice but it's so it's not in the pumice in the way you think of like a pumice stone but it's um it's from the same like volcanic rock it's just very finely um ground up like it's like powder basically um but it, it does a really good job exfoliating and you can't even tell that it's kind of like doing the job at the same time because it's so soft and lightweight um but the reason i did i chose that product to put into it is because a lot of face scrubs, you know, a lot of people don't know, but certain face scrubs, and I'm not going to call out any name brands because I ain't trying to have, like, them come for me, but <laughs> they put they put these, like, um, whether it's, like, almond, like, the, the 
um, what's it called? The shell, almond shells, or like very large exfoliating pieces into their scrubs. And ultimately those are actually very harmful to your skin. They cause micro tears in your skin, which make your skin actually end up being worse in the long run. So I chose the, um, the pumice is from this really great brand. Um, this small, small business. Um, I can't think of the name off the top of my head right now. Cause I buy my products from a lot of different small businesses. Um, but it's, it's 10 times better than other exfoliating agents. Um, so, and it's one of the best sellers too. That's why I got to restock because it's sold out right now. Something like you're working, but that's good though. Like always taking the break from stuff. is like good. Because uh, it could get overwhelming, especially if you have a a career job or a nine to five job that you do. Um, if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking of of um, checking you out or checking your products out, and I have a bunch of allergies to stuff, I don't. But I'm just asking people who might be listening. Um, mm-hmm. What can you tell to those people? Do they have like other options? Um, is there like a money back guarantee if they flare up to something? Like what's that? look like um so i have i tried to make a variety of different like scents and different um products with different ingredients because i know like some of my some of the people i know have coconut allergies some have you know nut allergies some have i know there's certain allergies that are more um prominent than others so i try to cater to both sides of that and always have some sort of alternative um but i also i have something for everybody basically whether you know you're a vegan i have a lot of vegan stuff and that's highlighted on the website um all my products have the ingredients labeled on them except for the um lip scrubs because they're pretty small so the description the full disclosure is on the website under those um what what is a lip scrub what is that so the lip scrubs I have, their um, lip scrubs are meant to exfoliate your dead skin from your lip area. And then um, there's oil. I use different oils to go in and then moisturize and kind of leave your lips feeling smooth and soft. Um, and some, then I also, Sorry, this is the guy in me. Is this like chopstick? No. So it's like the, the step <laughs> before chopstick. It's like the prep for chapstick. <laughs> and you don't have to do it every day, but it's just like, especially when... It's really, they're really good for winter when, you know, your lips get, like, super dry and, like, chapped from the wind and the cold weather. Um, but I, I have, like, summer scents right now. So I have a new one coming out on Saturday, actually. Um, excuse me, Friday. Um, and, yeah. So, and then um, as far as, like, the money-back guarantee, um, I'm pretty flexible. I mean, it's skincare. So, obviously, like, I'm not going to ask for the product itself back because... I don't want your skin, your used skincare product, but if you're completely like unsatisfied or, um, you want, you know, to discuss that option, then that's, I'm open. You know, I don't have like a specified policy because it's kind of a touchy thing, but I do work with customers to accommodate, but, um, thus far I haven't, haven't had that issue yet. So. Okay. All right. That means your shit is working. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I didn't know what lip balm was. Is that ass? Because I like what we use is Vaselina in my house. Uh, growing mm-hmm. up, um, B, is there anything else you want to touch on? Because I know um she has to go at seven forty-five, so she has about nine minutes left. Um, I guess just are there any you know running your own brand, especially like you said, doing it outside of your nine to five is tough. So. I know there's probably many, but what's like the biggest challenge you're kind of facing right now with your brand? Is it like, if 
finding new customers, coming up with new products, trying to reduce costs? Like what's one of the biggest challenges you're facing and maybe, you know, how you're trying to address that? Um, I think one of, one of my biggest challenges is balancing everything. Everything's kind of been a balancing act with like just life, <laughs> like with everything that's going on with the pandemic, you know, um, having to like reschedule plans and then work and the possibility of going back to school and, and then also running this. So one of the biggest challenges I faced and still am facing is balancing everything. Um, and then second to that would be, I guess, just kind of branching out more like the support from my community and my tribe, like as far as my friends and family and, and right, my inner circle <laughs> has been amazing. But um, it's and I've, I've definitely gotten customers like pretty widespread, like across the country. But I do. I feel like I'm kind of stuck in a little bit of like at a plateau right now, which is why I'm hoping for this rebranding relaunch with new products to kind of give me that next boost to then um, have more customers, newer customers and spread out more. And that way I can kind of have them on my list as well to then reach out um, in the future. And I've, I have had some returning, a lot of returning customers actually. So that's been very motivating in and of itself to keep, to keep spreading out. Um, but it has been challenging just because, you know, I, I have a lot of people who are close to me as far as like, like this region goes and they've been amazing at spreading the word. And now my challenge is kind of to even go further and get further across the globe, I guess. And just, just even the country. I was going to ask you that. Have you got any um, outside of country purchases, Canada, DR, PR, Mexico, anywhere? Um, I got one. So I'm not doing any, I had an, somebody inquire about an overseas purchase, but I looked into it. And for me being a small business, um, it was very expensive to do that and a complicated process. Um, so I'm not offering overseas shipping right now, but I do, I have shipped to Puerto Rico cause it's like considered, you know, part of the U S um, as like a territory. Um, but the furthest other than that, that I've sent to has been like California and Washington state um, and a few other scattered in between there. So it's been good. I just want to, get out there more you know like i just want to keep going for more basically i want it to be a household name essentially i mean that's the ultimate goal but <laughs> for now just more spreading out so she's nationwide folks she's all over the globe now uh, yeah just kidding she's just across the country <laughs> um me and brian we can say we're um where i'm on worldwide podcast we got one listener in ireland who's very loyal to us we don't know who he is but <laughs> he's our guy <laughs> that's awesome um, yeah, and before you go, the last thing I is the last things I wanted to ask was um, what like what are three things you have learned about yourself during the pandemic, um, and then the other one was um, what's like the one food that you eat that people think like close to you, your tribe, like you said, think is weird, and then the last one is um, what is like. You, um, your life quote or like motto like in a sentence or just a word um, if that was too much I can, I can repeat myself <laughs> I'm go by one by one because one, I know that was like all packed in there um, all right I'm gonna try this okay so three things I learned about myself one is that I'm very impatient because I previously believed I was patient but I've realized I'm not um, awareness that's good 
<laughs> two, um, I actually really do enjoy being in the house. Um, I, I would say I kind of knew that before, but actually like being forced to kind of do it has really put into perspective. Like I love being in the comfort of my home and having alone time um, to kind of just like de-stress um, and process things. And then third, um, let's see, what else have I learned about myself? Um, I've learned that it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to, to not overwork myself and like go into overdrive. Like it's okay for me to kind of step back and just, you know, take time for myself and that will be okay. You know, the world won't end, like things will still get done. So um, those are the three things I've learned. Um, second is, uh, what was it? The food one. Yeah, the weird food that you um, enjoy eating that people think is weird. Um, I think I think anybody who eats hot sauce, any kind of hot sauce, is weird. I know I'm Spanish, but really? yeah, that's, I'm not it. Wow. Um, I wouldn't say I eat really anything like weird. Actually, yeah, no, I eat. I really, really love baked beans, like like um, Bush's baked beans. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely weird <laughs> and people are like ew like that's like what is that and i'm just you like it's it so good that. no like i i'll like cook hot dogs and cut it up and put it in it that is weird it's so good and then i also like it's not weird but i'm like obsessed with bacon and i know it's not good either but i love bacon so much um and i literally can eat it like that's not by, at all. by the pack yep same yeah same. Um, and then the third thing was, I forget. Was just, um, so we try to ask all our guests, just like a model you go by or say, oh, right. or something like, it could be anything that like helps you motivate yourself on the daily or when you're feeling like down, depressed, unmotivated, this and that. Um, something you say to yourself. Um, I don't really have like a quote, but I do. I've been telling myself to breathe a lot because... Sometimes I get really worked up or overwhelmed and I've realized that like not necessarily meditating, but just like taking deep breaths and like refocusing have helped me a lot. Um, but if I could come up with a quote, you know, my quote would be, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, the fuck? it is what it is. I love that. You love that here. Um, so yeah. And right before you go, just um, let the people uh, know where they can find you on the socials. Um, and then you could just, um, give yourself a little outro, um, and thanks for thanks for joining. Honestly, yeah, thank you. So um, yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Luhoskin L U J O S K I N. Um, I'm also on Facebook, the same, you know, Luhoskin. And then my new website will be launching Friday, Luhoskin.com. Uh, and that's, I think that's my three, yeah, my three handles. Oh, and if you want to email me, if you have any questions to my business email is luhoskin by Leah, L-E-A-H at gmail.com. Um, and I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Um, best of luck to you guys. Thank you. You too. Um, feel free to ask, ask us to come on whenever you want. Uh, we're always looking for people to come on, just talk about anything. And if you ever have like another rebranding or anything else and you want to, or even if a new pro product and you want to just say what it is on here, what is not, you can just let me know. Even if we throw you on for like five to 10 minutes towards the end, we can do that. Mm -hmm. Whatever, um, whatever we're here to help each other. 
Um, but in, on behalf of the pod, I want to thank you. Our um, second interview, um, Leah. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. Right, bye. Take care. You too. Well, that was our interview with Leah Sparks from Luhu Skins. Um, now is your boys, um, Angel, Ryan. Um, we've, we've already been at almost like 45 minutes, so we're just going to quick recap. Um, it, is, um, it is what it is. Obviously, def- yeah, I love that name, dude. Like, I'm in love with that name. That name just fits everywhere. Um, so I, I know um, Ryan might have a little um, update about the Epstein case. I guess homegirls jumping from cell to cell. Um, so if you want to jump on that, Brian, because that's your field of expertise. I like that word, expertise. Look at that. Yeah, just to keep just to keep it brief, since we're running towards the end of the time here, an interesting development is the other day, a um, a federal judge who was assigned to the Epstein case, she was going to review like. I think it was Deutsche Bank or some bank that worked with Epstein helped him like set up and launder a ton of money. She was going to be like the lead prosecutor on the case. So the other day, a gunman dressed in a FedEx uniform showed up at her door, shot and killed her son, and then shot her husband. Um, And she was downstairs in the basement the whole time. So, you know, the dude kind of left before. Wait, the the lawyer's family got murked? Yeah. That shit's so, crazy. What? And then even crazier is the guy who did it, they found him like 90 miles away, dead in the forest from a quote-unquote self-afflicted gun wound. We all know what happened there. So I don't know. It's just the whole story with Epstein just goes on and on, and it's always like just a weird development next and next. And I don't know. It's really tough, in my opinion, to say like there's not more going on. There's not a ton of people involved because the story is just like, constantly evolving and changing so that's my quick update on the uh, epstein situation we'll have to you know stay tuned and see what happens over the next couple of days um but it's interesting it's it's crazy world yeah i saw um, today i saw earlier today that um i guess um that she's like i said like i mentioned briefly she's i'm um, hopping from from cell to cell because she believes somebody they believe somebody is i'm um, trying to kill her in the jail that she's at She's supposed to be protected jail. So um, the two things is that's going to happen from this case, and I'm not an expert like B, just from what I have gathered, she's either going to change the world and make an impact, a crazy shift in uh, what's going on right now in the U.S. by um, spilling all the tea, as one might say, about what really went down, or what's going to happen is she's going to be found in one of her cells dead in the next week or so when the all the guards are, are having tea time or something and nobody and they're gonna rule it a suicide like they did with him that's what i think is gonna happen and on that case um uh, moving on to um any news on the dictator of the united states of america trompito um nothing much he uh he posted a tweet it was yesterday or the day before of him wearing a mask and he was like, Oh, it's super patriotic to wear a mask. Nobody's more patriotic than, you know, I am your president or something, something like that. But I mean, he should have put a mask on publicly like four months ago, but 
water under the bridge at this point. Um, he resumed today on the 21st. He resumed his uh, coronavirus briefings. I don't know if he's going to start doing them every day or what the status is of that. But I guess he was saying, you know, since he's dropping so much in the polls, I think this is kind of the last ditch effort for him to gain some support because – I mean, a lot of people were watching and tuning in when he was giving those daily reports with um, when he was build, building up all those uh, reports with Fauci and all those other people. A lot of people were tuning in. So I guess he's trying to go back to that and see what happens. But uh, nah, no no major updates on Trump. Nothing crazy. Fauci's the goat, man. Fauci's the goat. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. He's throwing sure. up for speech in baseball, when baseball returns um, on Thursday. What it's a guy. For the Nationals, right? I believe so. Yeah, because he, he always wears a, a Washington Nationals mask, always, on, like, interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So so they're probably like, all right, let's bring out Fauci right here. Thank him for all the free publicity and whatnot. But I think he's a big Nationals fan. So. Yeah, they, and they just won. the. Uh, they are the defending champs. Most people forgot because that was, like, last October. And baseball yeah. since then. Um, I'll, I'll give a... A quick uh, little update, sports update and whatnot. Um, so when it comes to football, everything looking like they're going to start on time. Training camp starts soon. Um, the players were all upset over the weekend over the fact that the NFL wasn't taking enough repercussions regarding their health. So uh, they weren't happy. Deshaun Watson, some of the young stars, Russell, Russell Wilson, the future Hall of Famer. Uh, they were taking it to Twitter, protesting basically their own little thing. So the NFL has agreed to test every day. It might not last throughout the whole season, but I think hopefully it's going to help give the players some confidence that people are looking out for them and not just using them as, gladiator, as gladiators in the ultimate gladiator sport that is football. Um, Nothing has been said by the NFL regarding fans at stadiums, but due to the pandemic, I believe the NFL is going to, which the rumor is the NFL is going to let teams decide if they want fans and if they're going to social distance. Like places like us, maybe New York, Wisconsin, where COVID is not as high, maybe maybe you'll see more fans there or have any fans there. But places like Texas, Arizona, Cali, um, I don't want to see a single fan at a Bucks game at all. Florida, <laughs> you're not allowed. You messed yeah, up. Those, you, are yeah. like, those are like the ones that, like, you shouldn't. Come on. Use common sense, my guy. Like, you shouldn't. They shouldn't have any fans. Jags, Dolphins, uh, Texans, Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, and all the LA teams. No, no fans, please. Uh, don't make this worse. Um, baseball, they're looking like. Um, they're already playing the exhibition games against each other. Baseball look, looking like they could have done this two months ago. The idiots. They messed it up. Um, Mookie Betts is on fire. He's had like 10 home runs in like five games. We traded him for a bag of chips. Wow. So that's always good to see online. Uh, and then basketball starts out, the tw- I believe it's the 30th or the 29th, Lakers Clippers. Um, I believe the Celtics are going to win it all. I'm saying it right now. I don't care. If it's not Celtics, please be the Houston Rockets. Um, nothing else from the bubble. Oh, the bubble. <laughs> so it's fun news from the bubble. So people are still getting snitched on. They got a snitch line. Um, and what I think is going to happen, there's been some rumblings of teams. You're going to love this, Brian. Of teams using the snitch line 
as of as a way to um, help themselves win, especially when the playoffs start. Like if you like, let's say you're LeBron. I'm like, hey, I just saw LeBron leave the bubble. That's that's six days of quarantine, mandatory. Yeah. So if it's like game six and seven, you're like, yo, yeah, I see LeBron and Anthony Anthony Davis drinking outside of a bar where they're not supposed to be at. Show some pictures, and they have to look into it. So while they look into it, those guys gotta be quarantined to see if it's false or not. Le- LeBron's gonna show up in a full hazmat suit, regardless. Like I'm playing. Like, I don't know what you think. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. They would definitely let him too. Oh yeah, of course. They're not gonna be like, "Nah, LeBron, go sit down." Like, like I right, do what you gotta do. But um, no, that's uh, it's inter- interesting world of sports. The next couple of weeks, we'll probably have some yeah, real soccer, soccer is doing their thing. Soccer and uh, and freaking Japanese or Asian baseball. They've been they've been they started in April. They they didn't take no breaks. <laughs> they on that grind for sure. Beyond that grind. Um, and just a quick, uh, I think that's it for, for sports. Uh, I'm excited to see Cam Newman show up to training camp for the Patriots. Um, I don't think me either me or Brian know much about hockey. So we can't really give you a report. I know the season's starting soon, I guess. Um, Bruins are practicing. Uh, I don't know, you know. They're, yeah, they're, they're on it. Practicing. I, I think I saw a tweet about that. Uh, Mark Cuban is um, arguing with every Republican, including Trump, on Twitter um, because he says that if his players don't kneel, they're out of there for the Dallas Mavericks, which is in Dallas, Texas, which is probably the top, would you say top three racist state? Texas? Top three, top five? Yeah, they're pretty strong in their beliefs. I'll, I'll phrase it that way. I don't think there's a there's a state that has more Confederate flags in Texas. Is that wrong to say? <laughs> uh, that's, that's probably pretty accurate. Um, there is an interesting spot. I, I saw something about that. Cuban was arguing with, I think, um, some governor, Ted, Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah, Ted Cruz, a senator from Texas. Yeah, he, he's like, hey, why don't you, you know, grow the balls and come talk to me, Ted? I'm the one who tweeted. Because he, like, sub, he, like, quoted Cuban's tweet and yep. something. And Mark's like, no, 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 come say that to me, man. What's up? Get up here, big guy. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm, I love Mark Cuban. I love Mark. I love that Shark Tank. I mean, I don't know. I always love hearing about those ideas. But Mark Cuban's a smart and then, guy. And then he kept going. He kept going at Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz said something else. So oh, you're so tough. Blah blah blah. And then he's like this, this, and that. And then Mark Cuban is like, dude, you confront me over this stuff, but you won't confront your boy Trump. He tagged Trump. Mark Cuban does not care. <laughs> going crazy. Uh, for sports, because um, I know we're going to wrap up soon, um, that's about it. Um, if you have a Netflix account, which most people do, go check out the show Kingdom on Netflix. It's around um, MMA, great drama, uh, rated M for mature. So if you're under 18 listening, if you're tw- under 21 listening to this, if you live at home with your parents, do not watch that show, um, please. Uh, but if you are, if you do, if you don't, Go watch it. Uh, five star for me. Um, anything else you want to put up there, um, Brian? Before we go, because I know this uh, most of today's podcast was around the interview, but we want to give you guys a quick update. And like always, shout out to the dude in Ireland. You're the goat. <laughs> Keep listening. Tell your friends. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I'm gonna add while you're briefly touching on Netflix is, if any of you have not seen it, which I I, I don't know anyone who hasn't, but if that's you. 
We talked about it in the first couple of episodes. They just dropped The Last Dance. I saw the that. Yeah. documentary on Netflix. All 10 episodes. If you haven't seen it, something's wrong with you. I don't know why you didn't watch it when it was live. But I'm still crying. Slack. Go check it out on Netflix. It's must-watch entertainment, and you're not going to regret it. So check that out. You probably haven't Thank watched it. The early episodes. the GOAT. That's why. <laughs> facts, facts. So yeah. that, uh, that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. Episode six. It is what it is, podcast, man. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be dropping this in the next few days. Um, stay tuned for, um, for more um, episodes coming from us. Um, we're going to try to do a very special episode during the weekend if we drink enough water. Uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> and um, like, like always, man, it is what it is. This has been um, Angel and Brian, episode six. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening, this might be our longest episode. Uh, so thank you. Share it, um, retweet it, repost it, send it to your friends, your enemies, the ex who cheated on you, your grandma. Your grandma, your grandma <laughs> baby. Can't forget grams. Grandpa. I know grandpas are forgotten about, but grandpas are probably the funniest human beings in the world. Send it um, to everybody. Everybody. Just send, send it out because without you guys, we are nothing. Um, so thank you for the five people who listen. <laughs> you guys are the GOAT. Um, quick shout out to Dave Tex, um, Curtis, Kevin, uh, and if I, and I know a bunch of other people who listen, if I missed you, I'll catch you next time. Um, any shout out before you go, Brian? Um, I don't really shout out my boy Woodley. Thank you for the good feedback on the last couple of episodes. Appreciate it. I know Manny's been tuning in too. Thank you, Manny. And uh, Manny! Drew, Drew tuned in, Will tuned in. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Keep sharing the word. And uh, it is what it is. It is what it is.